This is the Blonde Side Podcast. Plus, you've seen me drive. I'm an amazing driver. Plus, I almost never get sick. Plus, I already bought three pantsuits. Presented by ESPN New Hampshire. That sucks. That sucks for women. With your host, ESPN New Hampshire sideline reporter, Laura Stelchuk. Bam. Welcome. Thanks for listening. We love you. What's up? I'm Laura. Hey. And I'm joined by the one, the only, the co-host with the most host, Ian Warner. Yo. You know, it is what it is. I got my homies with me. Mm -hmm. We're chilling in the club. You know what it is. Bottle full of. So anyways, it's a lovely day. It's the Thursday before Thanksgiving. It is. And we're just living our lives. We're just kind of, you know. Taking it one day at a time because I'm kind of freaking out, man. Not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm hosting. You're panicking. What are you doing? I don't know. I'm just chilling. Are you guys hosting or no? Uh, no. I'm just going to my auntie's house, and uh, it pretty much means I don't really have to do much except for show up. Yeah. Which like isn't isn't hard for me, but obviously that's what I bring to the table is my presence. So, you know, I'm hosting Christmas. So, yeah. I feel like if you, you know, host I'll probably be one... hosting something for Hanukkah. So, you know, I'm going to yeah. take it easy on Thanksgiving. I'm going to double dip probably later on. If you host one or the other, you're all set. Yeah. You know, but you don't do both. Nah. That's like unheard of. My aunt did that for years. You got to be like that one, like super cool, like rich relative that you're like, yeah, I'm not going to your house anyways. Like you see my house. You know what I'm saying? So you're coming here either way. You don't have to pay for nothing. You don't have to bring anything. But, yeah, I'm not leaving the house. Do your aunt and uncle host anything? Because I know I went over there for your birthday. Uh, my aunt and uncle is kind of that house. Like, they're not, like, stuck up like that. But they're, like, the cool. They have a nice they're house. They're, like, the cool house who's, like, yeah. Per, my, like, uh, my uncle at home is, like, like the Patriots. You know what I mean? But on the road, you know, he's cool. But, like, he's in his element at home. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, yeah, that's a spot. Manchester, exit six, you know. Drop an address. Yeah. <laughs> Do what you want. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the security code to their house is. Uh... <laughs> well, anyways. But, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of excited. I feel like it's my first year being married, and it's definitely not my first holiday ever, like, me um, hosting a no. holiday in general. I've done yeah. two Christmases before. Uh-huh. So this is like, you know, it's my third time around hosting a holiday. I've yeah. kind of got the grips on it, but I've never attempted a turkey before. So oh. that's a little nerve wracking for yeah. me. Yeah, that sounds very nerve wracking to me. It's a big bird. It's got to be like a 22 pounder. Oof. I got nine heads coming to my house. So it's uh, so it's like genetically modified turkey. I don't know. I it's sure, got nine heads. I surely hope not because that's yucky yeah. to think about. Well, in their little cages. No, it's got extra no drumsticks. It's like the John Madden turkey. It's got like eight eight wings or whatever that. I am. Oh, my yeah, God. please. Come on. All We're right. going to eat that. Well, anyways, uh, I gave you mm. some facts about Thanksgiving that I feel like could be useful to the listeners. I mean, I don't yeah. necessarily think that. How many people know the sort of history of Thanksgiving that's I mean, easily available on the Internet? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> without us. How are they going to find this out? We are the source of news, Ian. Yeah. Entertainment news. So most have heard the story, though, right? I didn't even write that line, but it sounded natural, didn't it? (laughs) The pilgrims arrive at Plymouth Rock, 1621, yawn, whatever. Uh, Settlers may have celebrated the first Thanksgiving in Texas. Nobody cares about any of this. But, like, 
something to do with some Spanish guy said to have celebrated the first Thanksgiving. A Spanish admiral, that doesn't sound like a good Thanksgiving. That sounds like the bad side of Thanksgiving, right? Where it's pretty, like, it's pretty much all bad, right? Yeah, it's like, like lots when, of blood on when stuff our went hands. South. You know, it's not good. Yeah. Like, I'd like to, you know, I think uh, Thanksgiving began with whoever, like, invited the family over, ate something. You know, the, the origins are not good. But anyways, how about the turkey pardon? You feeling that? Or is that just kind of like not doing it for you? One turkey gets spared. I mean, do we really know what they do for the rest of their lives? They probably get eaten the next year, right? I mean, <laughs> I don't know how long like do turkeys live. Like, I just, I don't know what's the life expectancy of a turkey. Do they, can they it's live a nice full life? Somewhere in between, life? like an ant and like a sea turtle. So it could be like a couple of days, could be a hundred years. I'm not really sure, but dude, no probably, turkey. Probably a year at least, right? It'll be uh, alive no the next idea. Thanksgiving. I don't know how long do chickens live. I feel like it would be in that same life expectancy. I, I don't know. They can live for like can five minutes for... without a head. So with a head, you got to think at least 15, That's 20 terrible. years, right? Oh, my God. J- JFK was the first one on record to spare a turkey. Oh, really? 1963, yeah. He sent it back a turkey mailed by the National Turkey Federation saying, we'll just let this one grow. So JFK spares a turkey, and him and his brother both get popped. Uh, that's some BS right there. I'm a big JFK guy, you know? Yeah, and, I know. And of course, he would spare the turkey, but, uh, you know... Richard Nixon sent turkeys to a D.C. petting farm, but didn't officially pardon them, of course. <laughs> this is like, uh, I can't remember how many years it had been, but Nixon said today, back in history, uh, in the 70s, I believe, that he is not a crook. That, that happened crook. today. Well, let me just say this about that. Yeah, my grandfather, who was a fantastic human being and an absolute stand-up guy, was a hardcore Republican, and I think my mother said that he thought Nixon would be vindicated through history. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, you know, much love to my grandpa, rest in peace. I don't think Nixon's legacy has really improved as time goes on. Me neither. He had a run on Futurama, so, you know, relevancy, but he was evil oh, the on head, there, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <sighs> I don't know. What's up with t- cartoons and doing, like, heads in jars? I think like, it's only Futurama, right? I, I feel Is like the Simpsons one? have done that. Uh, Is that the yeah, same a little creator? Bit. It's the same people, yes. Oh, same yeah. People. Well, Come on. same unoriginal Come on. Stay with me then. here. No, no. No, The Simpsons is genius. Nah, Don't get me yeah, wrong. Okay. Uh, Futurama is wicked stupid. How you feel about this? Simpsons just got renewed. So after these next two seasons that it got renewed for, 669 episodes. Boom. Wow. I see most of them. I'm trying to work on my Simpsons quotes, actually, for some uh, SMN production stuff. Uh, SMN? What do you say? SMN. Oh, SMN. <laughs> yeah. Uh, production stuff. So that way I can get some a little bit of a comedy in there. You know, a little, yeah, a little bit of yeah. And I do like The Simpsons. I grew up watching it. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's funny because Remy wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons growing up. And I was allowed to watch That's crazy. The Simpsons in South Park. And look yeah. where I am and look where he is. So, yeah. I mean, like, you know, we're, yeah. we're both like. A huge age gap difference, but yeah, like, I wasn't I was... allowed to watch like you know, Married with Children. That was like a big no no oh, in my really? house. Yeah, no, that's, no. That's but so... Simpsons was like a, okay. That's so funny because you're Remy's age, and yeah. you know I'm like a little. I not... look so much younger. It's hard to uh, kind of pin that down, but right. yeah, Simmer I down. think I did. <laughs> Uh, so but i feel like it's funny because uh my parents just let me kind of like get exposed to all this stuff oh yeah i was like their little buddy you know i was their best friend being an only child you're like up your parents butts you get like um 
you know, uh, Simpsons originally came off that Tracy Ullman show. And back in the day before she was completely horrible at everything, she was really funny. So, I, you know, she wasn't like super risque. So maybe my mom was like, oh, came off this show. She used to let me watch that like way when I was a real little Tracy Ullman, Gary Shandling show. That was funny stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, say people like the group in The Simpsons with uh, uh, South Park. No, it's uh, not the same Family at all. Guy. Family Guy. Simpsons is, is like Jay Z and like South Park, and uh, South Park is kind of like maybe Young Thug at best, <laughs> and like um, Family Guy is. Eh, I don't know. Family Guy is better than South Park. South better Park, than Young Thug, but it's like I don't even know how people still fabulous watch South Park. at best. Nah, I don't know. Yeah, that's not. I, don't, that's I never understood the worst South Park out of those three. I used to love it growing up, though, because, like, they had a bunch of fart jokes. And, yeah, and, see, I'm not down with that. Uh, you know, go in the bathroom jokes. Yeah, which... humor con- <laughs> pertaining to bodily functions never flies in my house. You'll get really? the You'll get the evil, evil eye from my oh dad my to this God. day. Or, and me, you know. Really? Yeah, you try that in my house, you'll spend, the, you'll spend the rest of the day outside. So how many times have you been completely disgusted by me belching at work? Um, I don't know. It's not <laughs> as as bad, you know. No, it's not quite the same as bathroom humor, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. I, I guess it's not. Yeah, mm. I, I still won't, you know, toot in front of Remy. I won't do that. I don't want to. I'm, I'm not I doing think you that. should. I don't even. This is not a no. <laughs> anyway, line of back to, material. That well, I'm just I think thinking about digestion and turkey and Thanksgiving. Yeah. This is all staying on topic, I swear. Really, uh, though. The views of the last uh, minute and a half of this program <laughs> do not reflect those of. Uh, Ian Warner at Ronnie James six zero three, and my entire corporation organization. All right, that's enough. So, mm. tell me more about Turkey, though. Well, while Thanksgiving festivals were informally celebrated throughout the sixteen hundreds, sixteen hundreds—that's the seventeenth century. How you like that for math, huh? Boom. Boom. They didn't become an annual event until the seventeen hundreds, when each state set aside a different day for the holiday. Who cares? Blah blah blah. 1775, George Washington declared the first national celebration. Yeah, this is boring. But another family pastime is Thanksgiving football. How you feel about that, right? Everybody likes football. It needs to be more football on Thanksgiving. That's what I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> but, I'm just uh, happy this I has its roots in the Depression. Game. I bet you didn't know that. The Portsmouth Spartans moved to Detroit in 30, 1930. He knew he had to do, the owner need, knew he had to do something to draw fans into the new team. So 34, arranged a match between the Spartans, now named the Lions, and the world champion Chicago Bears. Though the Spartans lost, the tradition was born. So since 34, it's been going on. Uh, the event became such a hit, it was repeated the year after. This time, the Lions prevailed, and they have not prevailed much since then because they stink. The Lions usually get their ass whooped as a Thanksgiving tradition. If I'm not wrong, you give me that look. Like, what are you from Michigan or something now? You know what I mean? No, I'm not looking at you like that. I like the Lions, but I mean, they get their ass whooped. And uh, how do you feel about the whole turducken type thing? I'm not doing that. It's disgusting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's disgusting. It's just like unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like, why Mm. do you need a turkey and a duck and a chicken to all be inside of each other? First off, that idea. Who came up with that? Oh, I got another idea. Check this out. Weird. Add bacon to it. That's like what everybody does, oh right? Put God. bacon on. Oh yeah. I was getting bacon on it. It's like, <sighs> well, they can't come to your house then, right? No, you can't come. No, you ba- no pork bacon. products allowed in my house. No, not allowed. Except the one that's breathing. Big shout to Jimmy. <laughs> but uh, 
Jimmy's been causing some problems, man. He moves the furniture a lot. Uh, Why are you letting him in the house? <laughs> he lives in the, He lives in the house. No, you're yeah. lying. No, nah, he lives in you're the house. You're lying. He's clean. Are you for reals? Yeah. He Where's just he poop? There. Outside. How, like go, you let him out like a dog? Yeah, he runs like literally probably 150 yards to the right of the door. That's his like bathroom. It's like way out near the woods. They're meticulous. They're very clean. You know, it's not like a dog where they just wander out and piss all over themselves and stuff. He's very neat, you know. He's just a big, big fat cell. I have no words. Yeah. I have no words. <laughs> Your wife loves you a lot. Yeah, That's yeah. She I loves Jimmy. She loves Jimmy. Nah, this is going nowhere. Nobody cares about Thanksgiving. <laughs> Everybody cares about Thanksgiving. Nobody cares, whatever. I don't know when the Cowboys started playing on Thanksgiving, but... It gave people, like, a little more excitement because they're usually a little better than the Lions. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I feel like either way on Thanksgiving, I'm going to end up watching football. And it's not because I like it. It's just because everybody's around and probably no one wants to talk to each other about the election. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> not. Ugh. Jeez. It is what it is. But it is anyways. What it is. Well, on to more pressing news. Mm. So Phil Jackson has been in the headlines lately. The and Zen not master. For, uh, yeah, not for being anything like a good coach or Michael, ja- Michael Jordan's uh, molding factor. He has been in the headlines because LeBron James has some issues with his, uh, his vocabulary, calling him a racist, actually. Mm. And, I mean, if you're – unless you've been living in Iraq, Ian, you've heard mm. about all of this already. <laughs> and uh, the story's kind of been developing over the past two days – and LeBron James was quoted to say that he didn't approve of the behavior and the uh, treatment of, that Phil Jackson gave him when he requested to stay overnight in Cleveland. Now, keep in mind that it's pretty customary when you're in the NBA mm-hmm. to go where the team goes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And LeBron wants special treatment for him and his people. Okay. We'll call them his people, yeah. his his friends, his mm-hmm. squad, can whatever. Can we just say entourage? I his don't know. entourage. Is entourage sure. even I don't care. What can you even call it and have it not be? Con- Listen, I am the biggest advocate, and not literally, but one of the biggest advocates for equal rights. Mm-hmm. I support Black Lives Matter. I support all of the, any peaceful way that people can kind of protest. I, I'm all for it. Stick it to the man. Okay, Mm -hmm. everybody just go out there and show up and represent the things that you believe in, because that is how we're going to change the world today. However, I don't think that posse is a racial slur. And Uh, I do think that Phil Jackson is kind of an a-hole. But you know what? That's how he's always been. Yeah. And it wasn't supposed to be racist. That was just him kind of like calling LeBron James a prima donna. Yeah. I mean, it was based on nothing. It was just like a way of Phil Jackson taking a poke. At, at LeBron. Like, okay, and, Princess, and you, you want to stay at, an extra night? Okay, well, you're not going to get to do that with you and your posse. Yeah, and and I, this is where I think LeBron's coming from. Is it, I mean, me, like, uh, you know, obviously I'm not an African-American male, but uh, I did, uh, growing up, like, very in tune with, like, uh, you know, hip-hop music and just uh, that's a word that never, like, sounded derogatory to me, you know what I mean? Uh, KRS, my posse from the Bronx. Yeah. Uh, it's not like calling out a gang, posse on Broadway, so it makes a lot. If you go back, like posse is not like a really, uh, it doesn't always have a negative context. But here's the thing, where I think, this is what I think LeBron's thinking. I can't get in his head necessarily, 
But if you have an old white guy, he's this type of guy who says uh, that's what he thinks of when he when he's if he seems out of if you seem out of touch with like young black males, you're gonna say something like that. I guess him and his posse, you know what I mean? So I can see why he's upset a little bit. At, at first, I'm like, come on, because I do think it's a little extreme to just out and out call Phil Jackson a racist, because. I don't know. Nobody else ever has. Does, I mean, does he seem like he seems kind of pompous, but does he seem like somebody who's probably a racist? No. And do you know what the actual... his whole thing's a yoga? His his life is dedicated to basketball, right. a, a profession dominated by African-Americans. And, uh, you know, is he a dink? Maybe. And uh, was that a dink thing to say? Maybe. Like, I could see LeBron's point. It's just I don't think you should fan the flames by calling him a racist. And, and definitely when you're upset with a situation, you should try to identify the situation. Like, is he a racist or did he say something racist? You know what I mean? Like some people made that. I, I know like if you say something racist, quote unquote, maybe you are a racist deep down. But let's just say that Phil Jackson's probably not like a real true racist. You know what I mean? Like doesn't like black people. But he does sound like an old white dude who's out of touch at the very least saying. Yeah. Yo, him and his posse. You know yeah, what I mean? That's like, definitely I get like it. old I, people terminology. I get like posse doesn't sound bad to me, but I in in Phil Jackson's mind, I think it's a little poke. You know? What yeah, I mean? a- absolutely. I agree a hundred percent. And I don't think that if he ever thought that it could be even conceived that that would be considered a racial slur or a just at uh, LeBron's skin color, that he, those words would have came out of his mouth. We're no. talking about an NBA coach that's been in the game for years literally works with basically nothing mm-hmm. but black men, why would he do that? Right. He's obviously has <clears throat> nothing respect, nothing but respect for the NBA and for African Americans. He does come from like an era even of, of when it was dominated by yeah. African Americans still though where like the 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 era where he came up especially coaching in, not even as a player, but like uh, you know, Michael Jordan, that's a uh, R and B generation is just very different. Like He's basically kind of making an ignorant comment about what he sees as, like, more street-type individuals, I think, is why, like, some people are taking offense to it. Because, like, he probably would never call Michael Jackson and his, uh, Michael Jordan and his, like, uh, you know, crew a posse or whatever like that. But Michael ja- Michael Jordan listened to, like, Whitney Houston and probably himself didn't have, like, a, you know— who knows how much he had in common with, like, that, that kind of crossover of, like, the Allen Iverson era into now. You know what I mean? I think it's just, like, a style thing. I don't think, like, the people are any different or, like, these guys are, like, hood or they're, like, you know what I mean? So yeah. I do I do understand why they just want to, you know, because I think the NBA in general tries to discourage that. And that that's kind of racist to me, like, forcing players to wear suits and stuff. That, to me, that just seems, like, stupid in general. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we don't want them dressed in like this and like that and with their posse. You know what I mean? Like, I these guess. guys are just the same I as guess. any other sport. I, I mean, just because, like, NBA players have, like, the most tattoos or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, they're not any different. Like, I, I, I do see how you can be upset with that. But I would like to say to LeBron, uh, if you want your point to be taken seriously – Try and distance yourself from Carmelo Anthony because nobody takes anything that guy says seriously. And we can't forget that punch that you threw over the dude's shoulder and ran away like a girl. We can't forget the stop snitching DVD. Nobody really uh, wants to hear his opinion on it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody uh, really wants to hear his opinion on anything. 
because really sure. because um LeBron you can say is like obnoxious and Carmelo whether he's white, black, Spanish or anything, he's a punk. He's always come off like a punk. But if you call I don't know what the I don't know what like the racial version of punk would be like if Phil Jet, you know what I mean? It's like uh like does LeBron probably have this annoying diva uh, entourage or whatever? Yes. Is Phil Jackson right about that? Yes. But did he use the wrong word? Probably. I don't know. I don't think so. So the no? if you Google the definition of the word posse, it is a body of men typically cowboys. A body of men typically armed, summoned by a sheriff to enforce the law. Yeah. Yeah. Posse's like the guys who go get a guy and then you spend the whole cowboy movie trying to bring this guy back to a place to get hung. So, like, it's got violent connotations, though. No, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I think I it's all it. overblown. It's just, he sounds like, you know when, like, people who's completely out of touch with rap music, they like to go, oh, yo, yo, yo. And they, they everybody who's out of touch with hip-hop music always, 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 100% of the time, tries to characterize it as aggressive, which irritates me because that's such a, a confusing generalization to me. You know what I mean? And are they racist people? I don't know. But they're definitely out of touch, which makes them kind of racist. Everybody's got that. Every white person from New Hampshire, I should say, has that, like, uh, I don't know, relative friend, somebody who's just a little up there in years, and you say, uh, he's just old. But what we mean is um, <laughs> he's out of touch, slash, uh, probably a little bit racist. Oh, yeah. Maybe not even mean to be, but, like. There's definitely people hmm. that have been in my family that I'm, like, I'll look at them and I'll be like, uh, did that just come out of your mouth? And then yeah. I just kind of forgive it because, um, well, no one heard it but me. So yeah. I guess yeah. it's uh, better than them freaking out in public or something. <laughs> I guess the whole point is somebody who's like mentored so many young black men, Phil Jackson. Clearly I not mean, a racist. You, got, you shouldn't come out gunning and just straight call him a racist. Maybe hit him on the phone or, or right. something, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, the and whole squash thing- this up. It's like... Uh, and then Phil could be like, yeah, I could see how I'd be taken the wrong way. I don't like the way everything immediately gets inflamed. Because, I mean, geez, on, like the, on the pantheon of racists, Phil Jackson is uh, not uh, on the list. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like 2016. <gasps> mm-hmm. Everything just gets brought into the, um, the world of the Internet so quickly. It's... It's rapid fire at all times of information. So it's yeah. just like uh, by the time that this whole thing hit Twitter, it was around the world twice. It's very obvious. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's well, very obvious, too, that these two, we don't know their history behind the scenes, or whatever, but obviously both are sensitive to what the other thinks of them or whatever. You know, Phil took a point to take a shot, and LeBron really took it as a shot. You know what I mean? Even if he didn't didn't like the word, it sounds like there's probably something there in the first place. Not like, well, this is the first time I've ever thought about Phil Jackson. Well, you know what do I mean? Think- Maybe he snubbed. It's probably the whole like, you know, Phil's probably. I'd have to go and look back, but I'm sure he's made more than one comment about oh, LeBron will never be Jordan. Blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah. That's kind of like that narrative. Exactly, and that's what I'm thinking too. Is like. Uh- Maybe it comes from the fact of like LeBron comparing himself to Michael Jordan. Yeah. And uh, you know, maybe mm-hmm. Phil Jackson's like, trust me, dude, you're nothing like Jordan. Yeah. Nothing. Maybe that's maybe you that's know? what but it is. I mean, it's uh, like I feel like Kobe than... Bryant was compared to Jordan. 
in yeah. a lot of aspects. And Phil Jackson worked with Kobe Bryant closely mm-hmm. for years, uh, almost throughout his entire career. So it's like, um, I don't know. Did those two have beef? Uh, Phil Phil Jackson and Kobe Bryant? I mean, as much like... Behind the scenes, maybe? Uh, big egos. Let's right, say that right, much. Right. I mean, you know, Phil stayed and Kobe stayed and right. Shaq went out of town. And it's hard to believe that Phil and Shaq didn't get along. But, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. It, he probably doesn't want that either, right? Phil probably doesn't want LeBron passing uh, Kobe's legacy. I don't, I don't think you so. Know? I don't think so. Le- I think uh, it's, Kobe uh... needed Shaq. Kobe needed Pau Gasol. Who does LeBron need? It looks to me like he won that whole He's damn series by himself, down 3-1. to one. He just swallowed that. And you know Phil probably didn't like that. So what do you do when you don't like somebody? If you're ever in life likely to pick on somebody for something that really is unfair, their race, uh, a disability, their weight, their looks, something that somebody can't change and you shouldn't be persecuted for, it's usually, this doesn't make it okay, but it's usually for a normal person, if you go there, it's because you already don't like this person and you're trying to go for the throat. You're right. And I think Phil just... A That's little what bit I'm saying. went there. That's what I'm saying. I think that he thinks that LeBron James has an ego issue, mm-hmm. and he was kind of trying to check him. He wasn't trying to be racist. He was just saying, oh, you and your prima donna ways, you want to stay with all your little friends overnight. Well, that's not how it works, buddy. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. And he got he a little being... waspy with his verbiage. If he didn't, he probably would have, everybody probably would have been, yeah, you made a good point. But so, hey, Phil can check himself. And we, you know what? We also never would have heard of this if uh, Phil Jackson didn't use the word posse. Do you think we would have heard Phil Jackson on Twitter being like, LeBron James is such a little princess. He has to stay over. No, he doesn't care. This mm. is typical NBA diva crap. Mm. And I have a lot of respect for LeBron James as a player. LBJ. He's in f- a phenom, okay? A hundred percent. But... Like, don't, don't do this. Don't air out everybody's laundry. Stop causing drama. Like, it's just stupid. You make yourself look stupid when you say these things. And with the highlight in the political aspect of the world right now, you're really going to talk about racism? Uh, That's probably one of the least racist things I've heard come out in the press in recent days. Give me a break. Considering it obviously was not some kind of full-out racial assault, I think LeBron should have just, like, shh. Like, shame Phil a little bit. Like, LeBron's obviously a very intelligent guy and uh, very good with the media, and he could have said it in just, like, a, a much cooler way. Like, uh, well, I wouldn't call um, four millionaires with uh, college degrees a posse, but or something like that, you know what I mean? Like, just say, well, I don't know, LeBron doesn't have a college degree, but whatever, like, you know what I mean? It, right. He could have said it in a cool way that kind of would have made Phil kind of, well, mm, like, cower did, in the corner a little. You know? But instead, he's like, Phil Jackson's a racist, which just makes the whole thing sound a little... The guy's been around, he's like 114 years old. He's been around basketball forever. Like Donald Sterling. Yeah. There's a racist. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like by him saying that he was there with his, he wanted to stay with his associates mm. and like his manager and all this stuff. Um, that was his way of kind of saying that. Mm-hmm. But then he did take it too far. And then he did cry wolf. Yeah. So it is what it is. But Please, yeah. The best in any profession, no matter what it is, is a diva. Sure. Anyways, mm. so in uh, recent news at 7.15 this morning, uh, current USA, events. USA Today reported that 
LeBron James donated $2.5 million to Muhammad Ali exhibit at the Smithsonian. Boom. A longtime admirer of Muhammad Ali, LeBron James, said he jumped at the opportunity to support an exhibit honoring the life of the boxing giant at the new Smithsonian National Museum of African American History and Culture. So, boom. Is this his way of kind of, like, making good on being susceptible to racist comments? Or was this already planned? I would have to say probably already planned. I mean, you know, 2.5 million dollars. It is, it is, but um yeah. Who knows? Like uh, you know, whether or not something gets in the media at whatever time. I don't think there's any question he would have dropped 2.5 mil in there no matter what. I think you're right. I think it was already planned, but I do LeBron's think the timing very is phenomenal. If he feels like I don't feel like I'm looking at LeBron any differently today. I, I would say, like, okay, don't be so inflammatory. You know, like, we all got to get along. But, um, you know, maybe if he feels like public opinion turned against him in any way, he doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. He is very sensitive towards the public opinion. We know that. Mm-hmm. So it's possible. At least I, he's giving money to a good thing. LeBron was quoted to say, uh, Muhammad Ali is such a cornerstone of me as an athlete because of what he represented, not only in the ring as a champion, but more outside the ring for what he stood for, what he spoke for, his demeanor, uh, LeBron told U- USA Today. And uh, just again, for anybody that needs a reminder, Muhammad Ali did pass away back in June of this year, which mm. was very sad. But, um, you know, he lived a long life. and He did. For a boxer? Yeah. I mean, for, he for, wasn't in bad health. For what he was, though, and who he was, I'm not diminishing him as a human being in any way yep. in the final, like, however many years of his life. But, you know, the last, like, few decades of his life, you're just not looking at the same person, which is why it's it, it was almost like, you know, it's a little more sad, you know, that he had to go out that way. That somebody that's just so witty, so gifted with Involved. with words right. you know what i mean yeah. and and it's just it's almost like the ultimate cruel irony that he had to go out like that it's very sad and uh i'm very proud of lebron james for donating that money to the smithsonian to help honor muhammad ali Definitely. and his legacy lebron's a diva but to say like he's not like a positive role model or something too it's like people should get off his back a hundred percent. Like, I mean, he is. He's, he's really just, not a troublemaker. He is a diva, you know? but he does do a lot of good. So, I, but I, I, I mean, come on, man. He's noted more for like just <laughs> dramatizing fouls than like making hard foul. You right. know what I mean? Overall, he's a pretty clean cut guy. Mm-hmm. Get off his case. Well, anyways, free LBJ. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We won't be here next week because uh, we'll be eating turkey, duh. Yeah, We'll be hanging out with our families. Stupid. (laughs) So I hope all of you don't talk about politics and truly enjoy the love that is your family and friends. And I'm going to have a house full of people. Mm -hmm. So, Ian, if you and Sarah want to come over for dessert, I mean. We might. We might. The invitation's out there. I don't know what you guys traveling. And I know everybody's really busy. but around dessert time. Anything you want. I know I'm going to have a bunch of different pies. Yes, definitely people keep in mind, to, to further your point, that no matter who you are, I'm talking to you. Nobody cares about your opinion (laughs) on anything. So just keep it to yourself and watch football and shut up. Miller Lite, big shout out. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving. All right, that's enough for us, guys. You can check out this podcast as well as many other podcasts at www.wsmn1590.com. 
as well as www.espnnhradio.com. I'm out. I am Laura Marie Remillard and Ian Warner out. We'll see you at Rem, you look fantastic. Big shout out. Oh, God. In our days, cause I found God. Yeah.